A railroad strike could derail water systems. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Railroad workers in the U.S. are set to go on strike in about 10 days if an agreement is not reached with their employers. While railroad company profits are going up, workers complain they don't get sick pay and many are on call seven days a week. If they do strike, it could affect drinking water and wastewater treatment plants around the country that depend on trains to deliver critical chemicals, including chlorine. Earlier this month, water organizations wrote to President Biden saying that the stoppage of rail service would be catastrophic for utilities' ability to operate and would pose a significant threat to human health. In anticipation of a strike, it's likely shipments of the critical chemicals will be halted because they can't be left stranded in unsecured locations. In September, deliveries were curtailed before a strike, which was averted at the last minute. While only four of the 12 unions may go on strike on December 9th, it's likely the others will honor picket lines. Railroad companies could also lock out workers if no contract is reached. There have been renewed calls for President Biden and Congress to intervene. On Thanksgiving Day, Biden said his administration was involved in talks to avoid a strike. Last week, 18 environmental groups called on the government in the UK to ban single-use e-cigarettes because of their rapidly escalating threat to human health and the environment. E-cigarettes release pollutants when they're tossed away. In landfills, they break down, leaching toxic chemicals and microplastics. E-cigarettes are electronic devices that contain lithium batteries which can start fires in the back of a garbage truck or at a processing facility when crushed. The demand for lithium is increasing as people buy more electric vehicles and electronic devices. A study showed that more than a million e-cigarettes are thrown away every week in the UK, enough lithium for 1,200 EV batteries per year. Besides the electronic waste from e-cigarettes, Nicotine that remains in the discarded products is listed as an acute hazardous waste by the U.S. EPA. The chemical compound can seep into groundwater and be dangerous to humans and wildlife. As climate change drives drought and aridification, developing freshwater sources from recycling to desalination is becoming more crucial. Desalination has been criticized for many reasons. It's expensive and also energy intensive, using mostly power from fossil fuels, which create a feedback loop in which greenhouse gases cause more global warming and more water scarcity. Desal is also harmful to marine life, which can get sucked into intake pipes or be affected by the excess brine dumped back into the ocean. But there are innovations that could make it more sustainable. A Canadian company, Onika Technologies, has developed ocean buoys that can produce fresh water. The 16 by 26 foot buoy platforms draw in ocean water using the power of waves. A fine mesh limits collection of critters from the seawater, which is then sent through onboard reverse osmosis filtration. The wave energy is also used to pipe the fresh water to shore. The discharge from the buoys is only 30% more saline than seawater and easily dissipates according to the company. In addition, the buoy is made mostly of recycled PET from plastic bottles. And the company says 
the buoy's concrete anchors are quickly populated by marine life, converting them into artificial reefs in a matter of months. A pilot installation of the buoys is currently deployed in Florida, where one unit can provide enough water for up to 1,500 people per day, depending on consumption. Full production is scheduled to begin next year. And finally, facial recognition software can feel like Big Brother, but scientists in Maine are using the technology in a less creepy way to monitor harbor seals. You might think you've seen one seal, you've seen them all. But of course, that doesn't work for science to analyze populations of their health. So researchers at Colgate University developed SealNet, a photo database of seal faces taken at different sites where the animals rest on land. The machine learning software automatically detects a seal based on general patterns, including its face, eye, nose shape, as well as distances between features. As the Associated Press reports, the team found the tool's accuracy is close to 100%, way more efficient than tagging or tracking the animals by satellite. Until the 1960s, Bounties were put on harbor seals to protect fisheries in some New England states. Numbers rebounded following the passage of the Marine Mammal Protection Act in 1972. The team hopes the software will give them insights on trends in migration and social behavior as well as the animal's impact on ecosystems. The researchers are working to expand their database to help conserve other species, such as the Hawaiian monk seal, one of the most endangered seal species in the world. That's it for this week in water, which is made possible by support from listeners like you. Learn more at h2oradio.org.